Then I saw two students who had just come out of the restroom. Meanwhile, on the Great District Agency. An assignment came from the Great District Agency headquarters about Gator Creek High School students. A teacher named Mrs. Micabee reported that apparently when students went into the restroom during class, they were seen acting like mindless zombies, making weird sounds, roaming the hallways, and can't remember where their classrooms were. But when the bell rings for the end of the day, they start acting normal again. Yeah, I know, it sounds like a typical day at school. We went to the school, while our after-school class was in session at approximately 7 p.m. Tracy was walking around the outside of the school. Chris went to the restroom, and I walked down the school's hallways looking for the witness, Mrs. McAbee. I noticed the janitor walking by. I said, hey, and I tried to ask him a question, but he kept walking. Then I saw two students who had just come out of the restrooms. The female student walked like a zombie, and the male student crawled like a zombie. I tried to talk to them, but the students went past me like I wasn't there. And I swear they just growled at me. Mrs. McAbee came over and said, did you see the students? She said, it only happens during class, not in between classes or when classes are out. I turned around to see where the students went, but they were gone. Then I was going to ask Mrs. McAbee some questions. But when I looked around, she was gone too. I said, geez, can this get any weirder? Chris came out the same restroom as the male student did. I asked Chris whether he saw the kid in the restroom. Chris said no. Tracy came over, and I told him what had happened. Then I went into the men's restroom to look. I said, hello, is anyone in here? Hello? I didn't hear anything. Then I looked in each stall. And Tracy was doing the same thing in the women's restroom. Chris was walking the hallways, and he saw the janitor. Chris asked the janitor whether he had seen the kids acting strange lately. The janitor didn't say a word and kept walking. Then Chris came across a school locker that looked slightly different from the others. He tried to open it. And the locker opened. Oh my God! Chris screamed. A human head was in it. Chris ran into the restroom where I was. He said, I found a human head in one of the lockers. I said, what? Are you serious? A human head? Show me. I followed Chris to the locker. And Tracy came over and stood behind us. We didn't know she was there. I opened the locker. Tracy screamed. Then we screamed because Tracy screamed. Chris said, geez, Tracy, don't do that. You almost gave us a heart attack. Tracy said, sorry, but that head in the locker scared me. I said, I understand. We didn't know you were standing behind us, or I would have warned you about what you were about to see. Tracy said, while I was in a ladies' restroom, something strange happened. I started to feel lightheaded, like I was going to faint. Chris said, you sure it wasn't the smell? Tracy made a fake laugh. Ha, ha. Follow me, I'll show you. I asked Chris to close the locker. We followed Tracy to the restroom. 
Tracy went in first to see if anyone was there. Tracy called out and said, The coast is clear. So Chris and I went in. We felt dizzy, then quickly exited the restroom. Once we made it into the hallway, we felt fine again. I said to Tracy and Chris, I will go into the men's restroom to see if it happens in there this time. I entered the men's restroom. Within seconds, I felt dizzy. I went back into the hallway. And I said, yep, something strange was going on in both restrooms. Mrs. McAbee came over. I asked her when the students acted like zombies, do it only happen when they go to these restrooms? Mrs. McAbee said, yes, it only occurs in this area. Mrs. McAbee left, and then I said, that's good. We only need to focus on this area instead of the entire school. Tracy said, okay. We have the restroom issue, the head in the locker, and the students turning into zombies. We need to search the GDA database for this one. Chris said, I'll go to the mobile lab to search the new AI database. I told Chris to take the head with him to test it. Chris started shaking and said, what, the head? I said, yep. Chris said, okay, but I'm not going to like this. I said to Tracy, this investigation is a bizarre one. I'm going to run a gas test in the restroom for different forms of gases. Maybe that's what's causing the problem. I went into the restroom. The test didn't read any signs of gases other than human gas, CO2, and oxygen. Then I started to feel lightheaded. So I went back into the hallway. Tracy said, you know, I think it could be a spell on the restroom that doesn't affect us the same way it does the students. But I'm not sure what role the head plays in this. Chris made it back from the mobile lab with the new Gray District Agency portable AI. The AI said, I found a spell on the head and the soul borrower created it. A soul borrower looks like a regular person with magic, but its magic is weak. It uses the souls to strengthen its magic, it will borrow souls until it reaches peak strength. The spell on the head collects energy from teenage humans close by, giving power to another magical spell placed on a room. The room then takes the souls of the teenagers when they enter, but then the soul borrower needs to be nearby to cast a spell to send the souls to a container. And then, the souls are kept only for a limited amount of time in containers, then, they are returned to the owners. I said, that makes sense. The head powers the restroom and collects the souls. Then the students come out like zombies. We need to find the containers the souls are stored in, so we could catch the soul borrower before it gets too powerful. Tracy said, okay, let's find the containers. Tracy and Chris searched the classrooms. I went into the janitor's closet. It looks like an average janitor's closet to me. Then I noticed closed curtains in the back of the closet, which was odd to see in a closet. I opened the curtain. And there they are, the containers. I called Tracy and Chris. Tracy! Chris! I found the containers! It looks like there are 10 containers with bubbling liquid in them. Chris and Tracy entered the janitor's closet. Tracy said, Wow! That's a lot of containers. I said, yep, 
Now we have to figure out how to catch the soul borrower. Chris asked, can we let the souls out of the containers? I said, we don't know if it would damage them. It's better to wait it out until it's time for them to return to their owners. Evidently, everyone has access to this room since it's unlocked. Chris said, we should go ahead and grab the janitor. I think he's the one that's taking the souls. I said, we don't know for sure since they don't lock the janitor's closet. We went back into the hallway. Chris put an out of order sign on the bathrooms. And we headed over to the locker that has the human head. I asked Tracy if it was possible to put a spell on Chris. Chris said, why me? I said, hear me out. Tracy, can you put a spell on Chris to trick the other spells into thinking that Chris is a teenager? Chris said, oh, we just going to use me as bait, huh? Tracy said, you're going to be okay. I know a spell that can do it and protect you at the same time. Then Tracy said, but. Chris looked worried when Tracy said, but. Chris started shaking. Tracy said, but your soul will have to leave your body. Chris's mouth and eyes opened wide. Then he said, okay, that might be cool. Tracy and I looked at each other and looked at Chris and thought it was weird that he said that. But I said, okay. Tracy said, are you ready for me to do the spell? Chris said, yes. Tracy performed the spell that she had learned from the Book of the Sleepers. By the powers of the sleepers, I call upon you to make Chris's soul appear 16 years old to the spell that the soul borrower in the school cast. Protect Chris's soul and return his soul before the soul borrower sends it to one of the containers. Tracy gave me some magical dust and said blow this dust in the face of the soul borrower. It will paralyze it so it can't leave. I asked Chris to go ahead into the restroom. We are running out of time. The class will be out soon. I will hide behind the curtain in the janitor's closet. Tracy stayed out in the hallway, looking for anyone suspicious hanging around outside the janitor's closet. Chris stood in the restroom, and he started feeling dizzy. Tracy saw the janitor's closet door open and close, but she didn't see anyone. I heard the door open and close. I peeped around the corner. And I saw Mrs. Maccabee. I was like, it can't be her. So I watched her quietly. Chris was still in the bathroom feeling dizzy. Then his soul left his body. Mrs. Maccabee was standing there with her hands in the air with her eyes closed. And I was standing right behind her. Then I actually saw Chris' soul floating through the air. I stood in shock for a few seconds, staring at Chris. Then I blew the dust into Mrs. Maccabee's face. Her arms fell to her sides. And she just stood there with only her eyes moving. Then I noticed Chris' soul went behind the curtain. And I thought that wasn't supposed to happen. I opened the curtain. I couldn't tell which container his soul entered. I called for Tracy. Tracy! Tracy came in. 
I told Tracy that I saw Chris's soul floating in the air, and then it went behind the curtain. Tracy said, What? That wasn't supposed to happen. The spell didn't work. Chris's soul must be inside one of the containers. I asked Tracy, What can we do about Chris's soul? Chris walked in and said, Hi guys, did it work? Tracy and I looked at each other, thinking the same thing. He's not a zombie. I asked Chris, how do you feel? He said, fine. I said, we thought that your soul went into one of the containers. Chris said, I was floating around in the air, passing through walls, until I made it back to my body. I said, I'm glad it worked out. Chris asked, why is Mrs. Maccabee standing here? I said, she is the soul borrower. Chris said, wow. Tracy asked, how did Mrs. Maccabee get in here? I was standing right outside and didn't see her enter this room. She must have used the invisible spell. I called for the removal team. Chris posted the Gray District Agency sign outside, warning people that this is now a Gray District. How about you? Do you know of a great district? Could you leave it in the comments below? Also, don't forget to like and subscribe. Storytime Flicks, created by Stanley.